Good morning, you two. What can I get for you? I'll have a stack of pancakes. Uh, yeah, me too. And, and make them... Spooch! Okay, and did you want coffee with that? Oh, yeah, definitely coffee. Definitely. Yeah, coffee would be great, thanks. Spooky Pancakes, the podcast where a dad and his teen discuss horror movies they watched over Saturday morning pancakes. I'm Dave. I'm the dad. I'm Rowan. I'm the teen. So I am feeling so sore today. I am too. We, there's, oh God. There's multiple reasons why I'm feeling sore. So you go first. Well, I mean, I, we, so I'm out of shape, number, number one. Um, so we volunteered at the concession stand at the football game. Uh, last night, and yeah. we uh, we do that uh, volunteering for uh, the Friends of Music program. So since my sister and I are both in the music program, I'm in chorus and she's in band, and she also does color guard. She's doing a lot this year. Um, we both benefit from the Friends of Music program um, in our town. But yeah, so we're a part of that where we... Uh, go and we help and, Man, and we, were, we were just we were slammed oh my gosh last from halftime through uh, we were just constant yeah i'm just amazed that the just doing that has made me feel as sore as i am today i'm like super out of shape and I, i'm thinking about you coming up you've got dance explosion I do. about to happen. Um, that's mostly the reason I'm sore. My knees are a little sore from like standing a lot yesterday because it was like two, three hours of the football game um, and I was standing around making hot dogs and uh, popping popcorn. You know, hand popping. No, I'm joking. We have a popcorn machine. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, dance, I had... Um, so... This year, I'm doing six, possibly seven dance classes. Man, it's insane. It's insane. Uh, is it too much? No, never. <laughs> never. Um, I wish I could drive myself. I'm not even, I haven't even done yeah, mom driver's has, ed. Mom is unfortunately uh, in a situation yeah. where she's she has to drive be, me. Yeah, and she's going to be trapped over there for, you know, um, your stuff and it's yeah it's not like bad, it's not but... super far away but it's also not exactly close yeah either. it's like 20 minutes away um and each class is like an hour maybe an hour yeah, and a half so maybe 45 minutes to drive so... you know back and forth so. yeah so i feel bad i really wish i could drive myself but i haven't even done driver's My ed so i can't lots of thanks mom needs to <laughs> yeah. feel like she's you know uh appreciated yeah you know, so we gotta make sure yes that that happens um, but we're excited. I, I think, you know, it's good. We, you know, uh, as parents, we always wanted you, uh, kids to be active and, and doing stuff in mm -hmm. between, you know, now you're super active. So, so that's good. So maybe 
you know, just working a night at a concession stand won't make you feel like you've been hit by a truck like it makes me feel. I, yeah. I thought I did a lot of up and down and stuff like that for my job, but apparently, um, you know, cooking burgers and, and getting drinks for people um, actually takes more effort than my, my actual job. <laughs> yeah. Um, for dance, I'm mostly sore because I had a dance competition audition. Um, so our dance my dance school does um we have a few competition teams a few performance teams and this is my first year auditioning for a competition team and it will also be my first year on a performance team um so i auditioned on friday it's now sunday yeah uh and how'd you do do you think um it was it was mediocre the first, so we did like three different parts, and this yeah. might not make sense to anyone who doesn't do dance. So, well, I'm then, sorry. then try to put it into but I'll try non, to, yeah, I'll try to make it speak um, for people. Yeah, so we did some technique stuff mm-hmm. uh, to start, and I did good on some of it. Um, but there were other parts where, like, oh, so a while ago, um, sometime last year, I was doing this one move called a calypso, mm-hmm. um, and it's where you do two turns and then you do a jump where both legs are bent and then you roll to the floor. Yeah, it's like I've seen this a million times on So You Think You Can Dance. Yes, you know? it's a really it's... common move, especially for uh, contemporary and jazz. Do you know, it It honestly, it, it's one of these things where it looks a bit like um, we've done some martial arts sort of, sort of stuff. Like mm-hmm. I can imagine this being in like a kung fu movie or something. Yeah, it's it's an interesting move, and I really like them, and they're really pretty. But the first time I ever tried one, I landed wrong yeah. on my foot. Yeah, like, I, mean, I landed on my foot, and so I nearly that, broke it. And you got um, that memory in the back yeah. of your mind every time you Every time you I try, it. and so yeah. I always start a little late, and then I can't actually go through and do the full right. thing. And so it doesn't look good, and I don't actually go through with it. So I'm really not so great at doing calypsos if i can't like if i don't have like a fair amount of time to be able to start it something something to something to work on you know and you get placed where you where you are you know and if you know like if that's the thing that keeps you from being able to you know be on one of the teams or whatever then you know so be it you weren't ready yeah and uh, and you work on it and that's what you know this (laughs) incredible uh onslaught of dance classes is all about yeah um (laughs) Yeah, so that was part of it. But I think for the rest of it, I did pretty well. We do jazz and contemporary stuff. I'm yeah. way more of a contemporary dancer than I am a jazz dancer. But I think I did pretty well in both. So I'm, Good. I'm Good. Well, hoping for it, but I'm not really. I'm glad. I, you know, my I, expectations aren't too high because it is my first year and yeah. a lot of the other girls have been doing it longer than I have. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm proud of you pushing yourself hard. That's good. Thank you. All right. So uh, what's on the menu this week? This week on Spooky Pancakes. Slumber parties can be a lot of fun, but not when the pizza guy shows up with drilled out eyes. It's Slumber Party Massacre 1982. Isn't that music really cool that we like play right there? I like, I, so we don't, oh, obviously we don't play it in studio when we're, yeah. um, when you're, you're saying don't it. Don't spoil the magic for them. I'm sorry. We have I'm a sorry. full we, orchestra yes. in the closet with us <laughs> yes. as we. Um, they're closeted. Yeah, I wrote that. That's my. That's yeah. me. Yeah. Um, but that's, like that's what uh, that's what uh, a degree in in music from college 
uh, will uh, allow you to do is, is write, write tiny you. little snippets of music for podcasts. Yeah. Good job. You've gone very oh, far. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah. No, but I can't help but imagine it in my head. Like, as you're saying, I'm like. Nice. <laughs> it was fun to do. Um, we, we've, in, we've watched a lot of slashers. We have. We haven't recorded a lot four slashers but we have watched a lot yeah we've recorded uh texas chainsaw yep and of course the the entirety of the yes friday the 13th 13th. franchise Um, except for freddy versus jason Jason. we'll get yeah we've watched some nightmare on elm streets we have watched what are some other slashers we've watched halloween uh Um, we've watched black christmas we've watched black christmas oh that was amazing yeah um that will be out we're probably going to do an episode about that sometime. Uh, yeah, Hush was a winter. little bit of a slasher, kind of. Oh, yeah, Hush. Uh, um, kind of, but not really. Yeah. No. Um, uh, but, yeah, we... I was going to say It Follows, but that's more psychological nah, thriller. A, that's a weird... I, I mean, It's not quite a... Th- I don't know. It's interesting. So how do we define what a... How do we define what a slasher is? Um. Well, okay. So my idea of what a slasher is yeah. isn't necessarily, like about like multiple kills it's more about like this slasher is to move i don't know if this is going to make sense slasher is to movie what serial killer is to real life okay kind of um so like slashers i feel like are more about serial killers and um what so okay then like just i mean but jason jason's not a serial killer is he yeah. He is? You think so? He's like, but I mean, I guess at a certain point, he's like a supernatural. Yes, he's supernatural, killer. but like. Like like Nightmare on Elm Street, that's a slasher, right? Yeah. I mean, he. I guess if you take what he was in in real life, you mm-hmm. know, um, then, you know, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he was like. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street, I guess. Like he's a the... child. He's like a child molester slash murderer or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like slashers have to have, um, like, I feel like we really started this with, mm. was it Halloween that, like, kick-started everything? Oh, yeah. So, so uh, Spooky Pancakes really began with Halloween. It did. Uh, so it Literally, the holiday and the movie. Um, Rowan and, uh, and my wife, your mom. Mommy. Um, they do an awesome job of decorating the yard every <laughs> uh, Halloween. Like, we wanna, don't decorate for Christmas. No, we're not. We don't decorate for Christmas. We celebrate Christmas, but we don't decorate no, for it. No, but we, we are a spooky family, so we, we, we always really try, to, try to do a cool uh, thing, uh, and it's, like, all do you, you, wanna, you two. Do you want to know about what we're doing this year? Uh, what's the idea this we year? Need to, we need to order stuff. We need to build stuff still, but we have a whole bunch. I know, we sound crazy. We only do this for fun and like w- once there was a um halloween contest for best decorations and we got second to a blown up dinosaur yeah it was a little disappointing i who knows what what that was all about but at any rate we we, we like to uh oh what so i'm sorry yeah. what is the um so then what's so this the, year what is uh, it this year this year on spooky <laughs> <laughs> Um, Sp- spooky decorations. Yeah, uh, I'll have to post the decorations. Yeah, with like yeah, totally. Our blurred out house number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on um on like 
the socials. The socials, yeah, uh, sure. When we're done with it. And last year's, too. This year, we are, um, we have a lot of extra skeletons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're doing a, like, concert. Oh, cool. But, like, a skeleton concert. Oh, and nice. so we have to build okay. a stage. That sounds like it'll be super easy. I know. <laughs> No, it will, though, because it's okay. just like building a box. Okay, all right. And then we have to paint it black. Okay. But, like, we're just building, like, a raised box out of wood. Okay. Like, it doesn't have to hold that much. It just has to no. hold, like... Skelly boys. One pound skeleton with blown up um, guitars. Okay, all right. <laughs> Sounds cool. I can't wait to see it um, in, yeah. in action. We'll have to, we'll yeah, have to we post have- pictures. We and have lights we can, that connect and we to can, sound, um, oh, music. Wow. We have to figure out how to download the music correctly oh, wow. without having it be like... Because you can have the music sync up with the lights sure, and have sure. it be like yeah, cool, but Christmas like... all the time. Yeah, but like for some reason with the ones that we have, you have to like buy the music in order to sync it because yeah, you have to buy it on iTunes. Yeah, and you, So you can't just like use our like Apple Music where we already have like our subscription. Yeah, you have no. to like buy it on iTunes. So we kind of have to figure out what we need to buy. Is it going to be Goblin performing? I want it to be Goblin. <laughs> it's going to be, it has to be kid-friendly stuff. Goblin can be kid-friendly. I mean, there's nothing about Goblin in and of itself that isn't kid-friendly. It's just... Yes, no, true. I'm Funky and scary. Yes, I can do... I can, We can maybe put in a Goblin piece, but but I want, like, classic, like, Monster Mash. Yeah, yeah, oh, and of course. Spooky, of scary course. skeletons, yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah, those... No, maybe no, the Halloween sense. soundtrack, but, like... Those sort of things, something that's not too scary for kids that are going trick or treating. Uh, but yeah, so anyway. So, so yeah, so everything started with Halloween. Yes. Uh, that was the, the um, you know, you had an idea that you wanted to do a marathon of scary, scary movies. We had watched, actually, I think the very first scary movie that you ever watched with me was The Shining. Shining, yep. Um, but then you decided after that that you were brave enough because you didn't think that was all that scary. Yeah, I'm like, that wasn't bad. We were going to watch horror movies all night on Halloween, and I was yeah. totally on board. Yes, uh, you were like, awesome. It sounded so great. Uh, you I were was, totally on board, except you fell asleep at like midnight. I did. I, well, no, it, it was well after midnight. It was like 2 o'clock in the morning. But um, I but wanted I, to stay up all night. No, but you, you didn't do a great job either. Um, How so. dare you? I stayed up way longer than you. You were out. You were like, we're yeah. not watching The Exorcist because I need to fall asleep. I'm going to fall asleep halfway I through. A, I don't want you to freak out. Yeah, I was afraid you were going to freak out. I'm like, um, But anyway. Uh, so it all started really spooky pancakes um, because I was I was videotaping or you know taping you on my phone or filming you I don't know what what do you call it I was like videoing you videoing you on my phone and asking you about you know your impressions of yeah. the Where movies. Where did those go? Oh, I have them. They're still on my phone. Yeah, we should post that on like, yeah, we can the post website. Them or yeah, yeah. You as a, as a younger a younger row. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen them. It's been it's a pretty, year. It's pretty funny. Maybe at, more. No, more than a year. Yeah. That was like 2020? I don't know. I think that was 2020. So, so it all started with with some slashers and yep. you Halloween. Know, yeah. Then and so Halloween's like a is a classic slasher mm-hmm. and you know I think you know what we have, you know, today that we're talking about, you know, definitely qualifies as as a slasher. Yeah. yeah. so yeah i think there there's some major differences between you know what we uh just watched and uh, what we've seen in the past yeah 
Uh, do you want to start with a movie in a minute? Is that how we normally start? Uh, yeah, I guess we could. Let's yeah, let's let's give it a shot. Let's see if we can do it. It's right. I, again, this is one of the the movie itself is is barely eighty minutes long. So you know it. Yeah. <clears throat> I will. I'll start. I guess. Okay. Trish wakes up to a scream on her radio and her parents leave for like the weekend or something. Yeah. Um, so then we find out that her uh, neighbor is going to uh, check in on her uh, while they're gone as a favor to her parents. And then I think the next thing we know is uh, we are at school and it's basketball time. Yep. And stuff happens. Not really that important. And uh, Trish decides to throw a party. They try to invite this new girl, Valerie, but all her friends like shit on her. And so Valerie turns them down. Yeah. Valerie has uh, a sister, a little sister named Courtney, and uh, they spend time together. Uh, find out Driller Killer thing already before this on the radio. He goes, kills some people. There's like a lot of kills. Yeah. Uh, he chases them uh, around the house at the slumber party and uh, tries to uh, kill everybody who's there. And kind of succeeds, except for Courtney, Valerie, and Trish, and they're kind of traumatized, but he dies. And they team up, and they cut off his hand, and he dies in a pool. Yay. Yes! We did it! Yes, sort of. It was a little sloppy, but... That's terrible. Okay. Good job. All right. We did it. Uh, we, we, we did it. It's a simple Yeah, movie, like everyone folks. dies except for like the last three, Valerie, Courtney. Right. Courtney is Valerie's sister. Trish is the house owner. We were trying to figure out who each person is. Yeah. And I think that's, for me, one of the faults of this movie. And I think it's kind of a fault of we don't, early 80s film making. Especially a lot of slashers. Like, they don't really help you learn the characters except for Valerie and Courtney there's only two people where I actually care yeah the the other ones I really don't you don't like learn that much about them no there's not a whole lot of characterization or anything and so I think in a lot of other movies what they try to do is really differentiate the characters by having them be like super stereotypes yeah. Right. So sometimes you'll have like, this is the sporty one. This is the nerdy one. Yeah. This is the super hot one. You know, in this, I, I kind of feel like they were all sort of the the same. Yeah. I mean, they were all doing basketball practice or right. whatever. Yeah, they're they like were doing. varsity. They're like the girls varsity basketball team. Yeah. Which is, you know, it's cool that they, you know, they depict these as some, you know, sporty girls. And that mm-hmm. that gives them an opportunity to have the character of the uh, the coach uh, involved, uh, too, who I feel like this is, like, our second movie in a row with, like, a, a pretty cool, like, gym teacher slash coach. Yeah, like, Carrie had this. You should go listen to that episode. Um, and this, uh, Miss... Coach Jana... Okay. Uh, Coach Jana was she was pretty great. She got a call from her, from her um, her students, students, her, her, right, a- student, athletes? her athletes, yeah, her her, player, her players, players, her players, players yeah. um, where she was like, "Hey, what do you need?" and blah 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 blah, um, and she called them there talking, and then like screaming, and then like the phone goes dead. Like, you know, if and she I was a teacher out, and I knew knew where my students lived, I would probably go check that out, Yeah, too. I mean, she figured out somehow in the 1982 how, how to figure out where her students lived from her house. I don't really know how I she mean, knew that. Um, she might have I know already how, I know known. how that happens in 2022 is you, yeah. you, you just Google that. But yeah. you, there's no Google in 
1982. Yeah. No, literally all my teachers really could easily figure out where I live and it's a yeah. little creepy. Yeah, it's super. Yeah. So I, I don't, don't know. Maybe I she just really had like that, had their, you know, their their information, like family information yeah, she might for have stuff. Had, you know? Especially since she was the coach, she might have had like mailing information, specific things to like be able to go talk to. Maybe it's like a small town, too. We don't really know much about the town. It's they live in the L.A. Like looks, they live in the L.A. area. Yeah, she looks like she lives out of town, too. So I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. She's, like she's driving through city. And she's, she's living like a really sort of. uh <laughs> kind of depicted it's like kind of a sad life she's like home drinking welch's grape juice and making herself she making herself like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich or something she's like making that herself a quesadilla oh quesadilla yeah 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 you're right she's making a quesadilla and welch's grape juice that she then <sighs> spills all over the floor and and everything mm-hmm. um and she's a cat yeah the but, so yeah this the the movie opens up and like on the radio, they're telling you immediately, like, it's just such a a trope of, like, escaped mental patient, yeah. Russ Thorne, who is responsible for the slayings of multiple victims in the 60s, is out and prowling the streets. Use caution. Yeah. And, like, there you have it. So, you, you know immediately like who okay the killer is. who the killer like you have a name yeah, for him you don't even wonder like oh is it one of their boyfriends no, no you don't you know it's not no so that is so weird about this movie this movie does not give a shit about any of that no it's right? not it's like so not and again not only do are are are, are we aware of the killer's name and uh and that he's escaped, he's a, that he's a, like a mental patient or whatever. But then immediately he comes on the screen and you see him. Yeah, you see his full face and like, it's, they don't care about like hiding who the killer is. He's doing stuff like in broad daylight. Yeah. Um, it's like obvious that he doesn't follow the like tropes of a um, no, he's not, normal killer. He does, I will say this for him. He moves in a really sort of creepy, weird way. And I remember the first time that I saw it, I thought, like, what is this guy doing? Oh, he also, to me, I, I can't stop thinking that this is Fred Armisen from <laughs> Saturday Night Live and, and Portlandia. Yeah. I think he could do the most amazing Russ Thorne. I think he'd he would do a great Driller Killer parody. Yeah. Um, I haven't seen Portlandia, but you oh and God. Elsa watch it oh, all the I time. Love Portlandia, it's um, so good. And actually, I've seen like one or two episodes here and there. Um, but I like walk into you guys wa- uh, watching, and I totally know who you're he's, talking about. He's so talented. He's so good. Uh, but apparently, it's the uh, the actor who who plays Russ Thorne, um, he modeled all of his movement on. Uh, peacocks so he tried to and why peacocks i don't know i don't know why anything (laughs) but like peacocks are not necessarily the most terrifying animals to me uh peacocks i i mean they are a little bit weird but i mean Mm -hmm. okay go for it man um i i like it so he's all in and you watch his head move around and the way his eyes look and it's very bird-like it's so it's really interesting um and he's got it's a great murder weapon yeah honestly not only is it a great murder weapon but also uh, well i have some questions but yeah sure not only is it a great murder weapon but it also has like infinite battery and i don't 
infinite. It, the battery never gets like I have a cordless, you know, power tools and stuff like that. Now, granted, I, I don't have maybe the best. They're DeWalt. DeWalt's pretty good. But I always find like the screwdriver. I mean, he must be diligent about charging that battery. Yeah. You know, because like I'll always go to use my DeWalt uh, the cordless screwdriver and I go to use it and it's like, and I'm like, oh, geez, like, did I not charge the battery? Like, I just, I feel like I just charged it yesterday, you know, and, uh, or you're trying to really hard to like screw something in and it, and it, it goes into, you know, a stud or something like that, but then gets stuck in a knot. Mm -hmm. And then the, the motor is like not strong enough to keep driving the, the screw into the wood. Was it like, you know, drilling through a person's body? I you wouldn't know? know. Oh, I'm, oh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like, okay, honestly, I feel like it would be easier to drill through a person's body than it would be like wood. You think? Well, it depends on like, where in the body. Yeah. Right? I mean, like, okay. you can like pinch someone easier than you can pinch wood. <laughs> Sure. That's I'm not true. wrong. No, that's true. That's true. And I, I think he does a, a, he's mostly going for like soft fleshy. spots. Yeah. Fleshies. He's not like going through the skull, which brief aside, I got to say, every time I watch The Walking Dead and they're like stabbing somebody in the head with a knife, I, I always wonder like how no, easy like, that is to actually do because. I don't think it is, but I think the logic there is yeah. that like. Your bones get mushy when you die. Huh. Because, like, they can, like, cut their head in half. Yeah. I, like, I feel like the logic is that, like, they're still really mushy. I don't know. So this is maybe... I don't maybe, think that's true this because maybe more than doesn't. most people need to know, but, like, so... Oh, <laughs> I had to do, uh, for my anatomy and physiology um, class that I had to take when I was going back uh, to school to get my uh, doctorate, we, we had a cadaver lab. And so, you know, we were with, you know, a bunch of dead bodies and, mm -hmm. and taking a look at them. And I was actually really nervous going in, but um, it was actually really fascinating. I was really thankful for these people that, that gave their lives so that we could learn. And, and these particular um, bodies were being used by uh, people who were training to become physical therapists. Mm. And uh, so at one point we were, we were trying to look at an anatomical feature that's in the head. Mm -hmm. And so they had to use like a mallet and a chisel to try to get through the the hard bone of the head. It's like really hard. It was hard to hard to do. Yeah. So that's why I'm always like, I don't know, because that bone, the, the especially temporal bone, which is like kind of on the running along the side of your head, like mm -hmm. the hemispheres of your brain, like that sort of area, yeah. is like the hardest bone in the entire human body. Yeah. So and I'm like, always like, whenever they like shunk and and you know get somebody. So I don't think he. I don't think Russ actually drills in the head, and that's that's smart of him. Yeah. That's, that's just, you know. My question is how, when he drills through someone, yeah. does he not get, like, meat and chunks all in his drill? I know. So It's only blood. Do you know? Spoiler alert. Apparently that happens in, like, the second or yeah, third one. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm pretty sure in the second one there are chunks of meat on the drill, which yeah. that's... That's pretty great. And the, more accurate. Yeah. And well, this, um, this movie is like weirdly, like not too terribly violent. No, actually. it's not horrible. There's some bad uh, 
Well, actually, they he does drill through the skull once. He does. Um. Yeah. The first kill. Yeah. Uh, remember how she was somewhere off, like not oh, off screen, yeah, but they yeah, like yeah. looked and over. And she got drilled like right through the. F- is right it through, through the forehead, forehead because yeah. I looked and I saw I'm like, mm, that's eh, not great special not effects. It's not good. It's not. But then they made the special effects a little better as they went on. But like the start, it was. I'm really curious now that we're talking about this, um, about how they address some of these issues in the 2021 remake that they did yeah. of this. Like, how gory is it? Um, because I, so this, I believe that. This was on the video nasties list. I don't see. And huh. and it, it I I'm pretty sure it made the video nasties list because of the poster, <laughs> the cover of the of the of the um videotape. That's fair. Um, there are some things we need to talk about about that go goes off of. Yeah. That topic. Yeah. So if you've seen the cover of this movie, yeah. you will know that. Uh, <laughs> The drill um, is phallic. Oh, yeah. Majorly uh, so. Yeah. He's standing. What about, I mean, so we have drills are, I think, just phallic in and of themselves. But, like, what exactly makes it even more phallic in this case? He's standing with, like, his legs wide and, like, the drill is, like, yeah, and between we're, we're them. Vi- and we're, we're viewing, viewing him through, like, yeah, through his legs. We're behind him. Yeah. Right? And, like, the girls are all, like, there's four, three of them. And they're all, like, sitting up against the couch, like, screaming. And in 90s. Yeah. And it's just, the, the drill is just, like, hanging between his legs and really huge, like, really long. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> It is. It is. It is. So the, the funny thing, again, I, I that kind of a pose and the and everything is is all about like asserting male dominance. Yeah. Right. Like that's what it is. And th- the interesting thing to me about this movie, and I think maybe some of the differences that were that we you you see in this movie from other slashers, is maybe because this was a movie that was written by a woman, a Mm -hmm. lesbian woman who is kind of like a, uh, an LGBTQ activist actually. And then directed by a woman as well. Um, so it's interesting, interesting choice that here we go. This is like the, a really kind of, um, like hypersexualized uh, depiction on the cover of this movie that like potentially gets it banned. And it's something that's, I, I don't know if, if that particular shot was dreamed up by the writer or director, My, maybe it was somebody else who was involved in it. But, you know, in the end, this is, this is coming from female minds. Yeah. My thoughts on this are that, yes, this looks like, supposed to look like he had like a huge dick yeah sure um but like and they're all terrified of it yes which is Um, weirdly like this is kind of disgusting to talk about with your daughter but you know it's kind of a male fantasy is that you're so well endowed that it's it's like literally frightening that was way better than the first time you said it (laughs) he's probably gonna cut it out but um 
Yeah, no, yes, I I cut it out. It was it was bad. And I'll cut this out too. Just you Damn see. <laughs> I have the power. No. <laughs> but I want to like trash you. No. You can't so do terrible. it. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit together a whole bunch of stuff that says like I am Rowan. <laughs> I like butts. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, um anyway yeah uh so but but yeah i mean so it's females perpetuating this sort of uh what i think male fantasy why well yes i do think that might be part of it i think it's kind of like that but make it like a statement instead of like a ooh, here's something for your what do you mean like here's something for you to watch and like love and i think it's more something like to well yes it is a horror movie and kind of like a dumb slasher quotation pretty pretty dumb pretty Um, dumb in a lot of ways (laughs) yeah like well yes it is that it also speaks to uh there's one certain part that speaks to this the most but uh it speaks to like um female empowerment because there's a lot of girls punching guys in this movie yeah there really are and you know um not necessarily like for no reason but for like sneaking up on them and thinking that like oh this is i'm such a cute boyfriend like i'm sneaking up on my girlfriend and then she just like punches him because she's like there's a fucking murderer on the loose are you kidding me yeah so so Um, so i think it speaks something for female empowerment and like against rape yeah. Okay. There's yeah. one big thing that Russ Thorne says. Uh, oh yeah. We'll, we'll that get, we'll get into, we'll get but into uh, yeah. Super rapey. Yeah. Very uh, rapey. And I think something about it. Well, all of it speaks a lot towards uh, rape. And since this came from female minds, I'm really thinking instead of it being like kind of gross and disgusting and being like, not that a guy can't make something that's female empowerment and like mm-hmm. against rape. Yeah. Because um, guys are raped too. Just sure. Yep. PSA. True. Uh, but I think, especially from this time that it was made, mm-hmm. uh, it's a bit one a big stand for uh, women to have made this movie. Yeah. And to have it be kind of a silly slasher, but to have it also like really mean something if you look deeper into it. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, film uh, critic Carol Clover. Um, sort of talked about a shift that happened from the 70s to the 80s mm-hmm. in slashers. And in the 70s, the mode of storytelling was still the sort of classic um, Little Red Riding Hood. Mm-hmm. Right. And in Little Red Riding Hood, do you remember in Little Red Riding Hood? Yeah, she needs to be saved by the guy that like cuts her out of the the wolf's stomach right and so the horror stories then still fo- follow that to a degree so you remember one of the things that i was kind of damsel in distress yeah like i was a little bit pissed about with texas chainsaw is that in the in the end you know she is ultimately rescued by a, a guy sorry yeah. spoilers but you know um mm-hmm. you know I, we don't I, say who <laughs> i wanted i wanted her to i wanted her to fight back more and the fighting back more happens in the 80s. 
I think we're, I think you're actually really beginning to start to see the effects of the women's movement on modern filmmaking. And, and there are people who argue against this and say that, you know, okay, yes, yeah, so what? You know, they fight back at the end, but like throughout the whole movie, you titillate the entire audience by like having scantily clad women, you know, murdered and butchered. And then like at, titillate them. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Mutilate, but with tits. <laughs> That's not what it means. Okay, so <laughs> you no, know, it means to mutilate with tits. Oh, I okay. You, you, man, she totally titillated that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I grew up on eighty slashers. I did not, but you know, I also kind of you, well, did. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I didn't I showed, grow up during eighty slashers. No. But like, you know, you look at Halloween. Halloween doesn't have. You know, she's basically running away. Yeah. Right. There's a little bit of like striking back, but not not very much, you know. But the '80s see a real shift in that with women fight back, and I always when was Halloween. Is that '81? Uh, I think it was like '78. Okay. I think I forget. I, I'm thinking it's '78, but um, you know, so I I really enjoy, you know, I I I always uh said to. Uh, people we go to movies and I, I just love movies where women kick ass. Like I, I yeah. just enjoy, I enjoy seeing that. I don't, I don't know why, but have always really, really liked that. And I think it started with aliens for me, uh, mm -hmm. seeing Sigourney Weaver, you know, kicks a major, major butt. I love aliens. Oh, you're right. It's 78. It is 78. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, so I, this movie coming, you know, uh, from that perspective, you know, you one of the major differences in this is you don't have a final girl. You have final girls. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, there's like, yeah. There's like <laughs> there's, yes. There's there's three of them. Yeah. Uh, I really like the relationship between Courtney and Valerie. Uh, those are the two sisters, mm -hmm. and I feel like their relationship is extremely realistic. Yeah, even um, if the acting's a little sometimes. It's a little dry yeah. occasionally, but like, it, I it gets know. it gets better. I like Valerie a lot. I also think she's absolutely gorgeous, and I love her. Mm, yeah. Um, and I like her sense of style too. I like the outfit that she's wearing uh, towards the end with yeah. like the purple shirt and mm -hmm. the jeans. It's simple, but it's cute. Yeah, I like it too. Um, yeah, yeah she's and I... she's great. Courtney's a little it, it, much, but and again, I think she's it's like, partially because it's an an older. Um, an mm -hmm. older girl playing playing younger, yeah. and I don't necessarily yeah. buy it. Yeah, like she's supposed to be like in late middle school or something, but, but like she looks like high school. Yeah, she looks like she could be my age. Um, and I'm a sophomore, but she's supposed to be like a seventh grader, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, because she's all like freaked out that some boy stuck his tongue in her mouth. Yeah, and she thought it was disgusting. Yeah. Um. So it was. Little bit unrealistic, but all of them are older playing younger. Yeah, and, and you that know, happens so, a lot. So I, I want to talk about the, the shower for a moment. Ed, that starts uh -huh. the the kind of very close to the beginning of the movie, and yeah, yeah. after they're they're basketballing. It's there. Is there some weird tension between Trish and Valerie? Because I felt something gay about that. Like, it seemed kind of gay when she walked over, when Trish walked over to Valerie to be like, hey, uh, 
I forget if she asked her if she wanted to go to the party then mm-hmm. or I don't know. But like it felt like they were like looking at each other and I was like maybe Something about this feels like yeah it's so so i always think it's interesting when we talk about like intention and you know you're like oh well you know the writer is a lesbian woman the director is a woman the problem is is that the other thing that's going on is there's a producer so one of the producers and i think not credited uh on this is a guy named roger corman and roger corman um, very famous, uh, and a, a lot of uh, people in the industry got their start working with Roger Corman, Martin Scorsese, uh, James Cameron, um, you know, all worked with um, Roger Corman, who made, like, kind of, like, B-movies, and uh, oh, I a thought lot you of, meant, like, TM, like, the no, B-movie. No, 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 and, uh, like, drive-in stuff, you know, yeah. like, action movies and all, and so... He basically, there was a rule. There was like a checklist that you basically had to have nudity. So yeah, there was a requirement as as he was making it. He's like, we're making this movie. You got to have nudity. And so they were basically like, fine, we're going to do a shower scene. There's going to be all this nudity. And like, there's so much <laughs> nudity in yeah. this. And you can tell that they are shooting this for a male audience. Yes. Like the the you know we they talk about male gaze, right? In a in a lot. Have you heard that phrase? Mm-hmm. The, not, yes. not like homosexuals. Yes. Right? No, I know what you, you mean. Know, not like right. The male gaze. This movie has <laughs> yeah, like I can't hear it. It's anything other than <laughs> homosexual. Right. This movie has the the perfect depiction of what male gaze is because you go into that into the shower and there's all these naked girls and then we come up on this one naked girl and like we basically scan her from top to literal bottom and then we go back up to the top again and we linger there and she's soaping up and they actually play it pretty naturally when I know that a lot of them were super uncomfortable shooting this. I would be extremely uncomfortable shooting that. The other thing that I didn't think about until we were just talking about actresses playing younger than they actually are is the fact that like wait a second (laughs) these are supposed to be high school girls Uh like i'm literally as a grown man now like watching high school girls like jesus please tell me they're all 18 right yeah like that's disgusting (laughs) i hope so like it's a little i i didn't i just didn't even think of it until then like are they all supposed to be like seniors like i guess it's the varsity team right so you know, but I, I was like, I never really thought about like how gross that aspect of all this yeah. really is. But, but like, so there's a lot of sexualizing high school girls. Right. And it's like every opportunity they have for male gaze in this movie, they take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have the telephone, the woman who's the telephone worker, which again is cool. Like it's a female telephone worker. Yeah. You know, and so the guys go up and they're like hitting on the telephone worker. And like she's up standing up there on the ladder. And of course you she's stare at her staring ass. at her ass. And the movie forces us I'm like, I don't to want stare to. at her ass. <laughs> like anytime they're climbing the stairs, just watch any horror movie ever. Like there's like rules for how we do this of like the way that you shoot. But like you don't the do that woman for going guys. Upstairs. Like, right. So that's I'll be okay. If, yes. If, yes. Uh, yes. If you, you if they were like, okay, well, you have to stare at a woman's ass. 
Well, then stare at a man's ass, okay? I, I want to s- see the the role reversal movie of, of, oh, that of something exists. like that, right? It's got to exist. I've seen role reversal like, things for like a whole bunch of but things. But that's a subtle one. Like you would be freaked out in a movie if yeah. like a guy is walking up the stairs and, and the camera, the camera tracks it. Well, no, you'd be staring at his ass. I like, know, from, I know. But from, from you know, from, un, from underneath and behind. So it's always, you know, when you're when you're looking at these shots, where the camera is always so that we're glancing up and we're looking like right at the curve of the ass. Yeah. You know, and so, God, if they did these shots for men that way, it would oh be so fucking hilarious. But like, they never. Wait, now shoot. I want to make that movie. Oh my God! And like to track the shots so that we always see when a woman's in terror. Usually, what we they shoot it from up above, and so that she's screaming and whatever. And the classic way of doing it is that then she's lower and subservient and in more terror and and everything. Yeah. So, but there's classic like. You know, just taking every opportunity for male gaze that they yeah. that they can, and like this. they're and, just like. And then we literally see it in the movie too, because the two like boyfriends are, are they boyfriends even? Or yeah. Like what? Are, like I think they're the I think they're boyfriends, or they're just like asshole guys. Yeah. Because there is one boyfriend who's the third guy who gets his head like chopped off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with a chopped off with a drill. Yeah. That takes some work. There aren't. I don't know how that There's works. There's some kills that aren't drill. That's true. So like, it might you know, not have been a drill, but maybe. But that takes a lot of, you know, it takes a lot of effort no matter yeah, what. Yeah. I don't um, know how they don't hear the power drill. That is well, outside. so they because of the dac making daiquiris, making drinks, and you know, so that's part of it. But it is a little bit surprising. Now it it is a battery operated drill. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's a, a little Less loud, but seems loud when he's doing it, though. I can't make drill noises. No. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. No. No, it does not sound like that. I don't know what it's. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> it does not. You're, tor- you're torturing our our, our listeners. They're, they're gonna never come back to us because of this this your torment that you were creating. What does it sound like? Oh, it's terrible. That's what it sounds like. It's terrible. <laughs> no, I mean the drill. Oh, uh, not me. I think it sounds like. And then when it goes through something. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I don't know. Uh, yeah. So they they don't they don't really hear it. And, and it, Courtney like hears stuff from across the street and stuff like that. Yeah. She's like, I heard screaming, you know. Um, and uh, yeah. So. Yeah. I get this question a lot, by the way, from from coworkers, from my uh, hair. Uh, <laughs> you get questions from your hair. From my. <laughs> My <laughs> yes, my hair, my hair stylist. No, uh, dresser, hairdresser, um, barbarous. My barbarous. <laughs> your Barbara. No, <laughs> barber and Barbara. Um, no, they can be barbers too. No, I, mean, I know so, it was a that was a joke. Um, but uh, it's like actor versus actress. Well. Yeah, I'm like, why sure. Can't they just barber yeah. versus barbarous. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So a lot of people ask me. Do that. Uh, in in the now, 
when you know in you know I like I feel like everybody in your friend group is basically you know LGBTQ something yeah right? so a lot of people ask me like how do they do slumber parties if I... everybody is like bi or gay or whatever like because we I have a lot of normally, feelings on this because we normally wouldn't like. Let me go to a slumber uh, like party a, with, a with a boy. Dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, but Elsa's like, girlfriend has slept over. Yeah, but they're in separate rooms. Yeah, no, right? I know. But like, so w- as a parent, I've struggled with this. I'll tell. I'll be. I'll Mom be honest with you. Kind of doesn't let me go to any slumber parties. I've slept over at my friend's house uh, a lot. Uh, me and my best friend Ava. Yep. But we've slept over together. We've slept over with um, another one of my friends. Jasmine and like Ava's cousins but like it's always been like no guys and I'm like sure I don't have a preference between genders right so I've never really understood it but I don't necessarily always want to bring that up to mom right sure when when like sometimes it's uh like well no guys and like I get that but also like if I say like I'm worried that if I say like well like I don't care if it's a guy or a girl that should be like well, then know anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, wait, you, no. So, and then I don't know if it's about like, it's going to sound gross no, and weird. This is where I'm going to. And, like pregnancy. You know, yeah, of course. Possibility yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. I think that, I like, think that's. If you're gay, you can't get pregnant at least. But right, if, right. well, ch- if you have straight sex, yeah. then there's always a the chance. Absolutely. And so that's Absolutely. where it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, like I'll tell you the same you know, truth. Truth it always is. I I joke to people, you know, at work and all, and I'm like, hey, look, the the good thing about having, you know, your your daughter have a girlfriend is like, I'm I'm not ever worried. Like, well, is she gonna get pregnant? Like, <laughs> unless make, something really bizarre happens. Sometimes I make jokes when uh, she goes out on dates with me. I'm like, don't get pregnant. She's like, how? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. The joke. Anyway, so I was just something I was thinking about that, like, but as yeah. they're all hanging out at this party and they're like topless. No, and, I don't. You know, yada, yada, yada. I don't really. No have funny any... business happens there, but, you know. No, I don't really have any slumber parties. Um, and I wish I did. Like, Do you call them slumber parties? No, sleepovers. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have a lot of input on that because I don't have very many. Right. Like slumber parties, I more more just have like individual sleepovers. Sure, sure, yeah. It's not like a bunch of no people there. No. How did Russ? How did Russ end up at that house anyway? Like, is there a logical reason that he that he ended up there? I was thinking about this this morning, and like he kills that girl as they're chasing. You know, he's chasing her through the school. Which, by the way, the school has like a chained shut door. Yeah. In it. Wow. Like, no, I don't think that's ever been legal to yeah. do. Yeah, and also... And I don't think he did it either. But. No, and also, like, there's no janitors? Yeah, nobody's around. Like, that, it's that part... It's probably, like, 3 o'clock. <laughs> right, it's still very light. Like, that, like are that you part sure there's no, really like, clubs still pu- there? It's pushing it. It's, yeah. it's pushing it. The fact that it happens in daylight, it's just... Like, could they have not have shot... I guess maybe I heard that they were having trouble getting generators for this shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that like lighting at night and like there were, I think they were relying potentially on more natural light and stuff. So, um, I don't know if that's what it is, but like to not do that scene at night, like, couldn't you have Mm -hmm. had played basketball and like, it's dark out and everybody's got to go home. Like we, yeah, we couldn't, I guess there, you know, there's other stuff where they have a series of like 
fake jump scares. So this movie, to me, the jump scares do not work at mm-hmm. all. Like, not they even a little bit. They maybe did the first time, but I don't because, even think they... because you see Russ already, and you know that, like, they don't really quite follow the algorithm, when you see the, like, um, first-person POV cam yeah. uh, go up to Diane, you're yeah. like... Like this no, is, that's is, one of that's her boyfriend. Right, right, and then we know and then she punches him, which is kind of fun. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like I like I like that. It's that's it's, what she, I would well, do. She like she flips him like a judo. Oh yeah, move, she does. You know? uh, one of my friends actually, Harrison, taught me how to do that. Yeah, not great because I'm not very good at it. Um, but we were I was at the pool uh, with him and some of my other friends, and we were like flipping each other over our shoulders. Yeah. I hurt my back doing it, but like well then maybe you're not doing it right. <laughs> I know I'm definitely not doing it right. But, like, he doesn't look like he would be very strong, but he's extremely strong. Yeah, it's, like, scary. He's kind of a, a, he can flip a me. smaller dude. But he's taught me how to do that. So um, not quite the same way that she does, which is just, like, grab his arm and flip him. Nah, she, but like, it, it, that struck me as, like, a judo. Move. Yeah, um, like a self-defense. Oh, I want to take a self-defense class. Which is, you like, don't have sad, but any I want time... To. In no, I know. Your life. I know I don't. We barely have time to do this. Fair point. I don't. I don't have time. I, hey, I said I want to, and not that I'm going yeah, to, because I point, literally don't have time. At some point, you should. Yeah, as a dad, some, I, I'm at totally. At some point in my I'm life, totally I really want that. to take a self defense class because yeah. I'm not. Not you'd have to cut a dance class at the very least. Yeah. At, a, uh, at the very least. Yeah. But uh, but it uh, would be good. I mean, I think self defense and dancing. I feel like they should go, run self defense classes at my at, at my school. Yeah. That'd be cool. At any sort of school, at dance school oh, at, or at normal school. Oh, I see school. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that should be like a sure, club, well, just but I don't in know case, if they can legally do that at school. And... I mean, just in case a guy with a giant drill is chasing you around the hallway, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah, we, so we don't really... Could be a metaphor, but... No. Yeah, we don't really see that... that de- we don't see that death. That happens off screen. How does, he, how does he end up at their house? Right, so... Do you know? Actually, like, yeah. did, I, did I miss something there? So, uh... He kills the phone lady, kills, I'm not even going to try and yeah, remember her name. The, 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 um, yeah, the other girl. The other girl in, who stays behind yep. for whatever reason to go get something uh, or whatever from her locker. Yep. And then he gets into the truck of the, like, phone yeah, thing yeah. Uh, again and goes and follows one of the girls like not quite but he's kind of like parked around and he watches one of the girls go home i think it's i think he watches trish go home oh, okay. and like ends up parking somewhere down the street and like does she walk her. does she walk home? yeah i think so okay all right all right that makes a little bit more sense yeah, I that's, think an, he easy, that's an easy someone. answer i was just like i, they, I, I felt think like he they watches trish go I felt home. like they didn't make that terribly clear but that may be my own my yeah own but thought. i remember watch i remember i remember seeing him watching her from the van walking home so when i was your age i used to um actually uh be home a lot by myself uh because my parents would be taking uh colin out for hockey practice Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and i always used to imagine what it would be like if like a crazed killer came into the house and uh was trying to you know, trying to murder me. Yeah, and, yes, you do. Yeah, and so I used to come up with these elaborate ideas of what I would do. I, I still to this day do it 
um, when I'm at work, I think about like, what would I do? Well, unfortunately, to kind of go back to a previous episode, I think about like, if there was like uh, uh, somebody came in and just going to shoot the place up, like, what do mm-hmm. I do? Uh, which I think is smart to do. But have, so have I you? Do that in so have you thought about like um, at home? Like if somebody, oh, if some, if somebody were to, if if the driller killer were to come here, what do you, what do you do? Have you, have um, you considered that? Do we have an extra, this is related, um, but do we have an extra fence key that isn't? I don't think so. Where our fence key I is? I don't think so. Okay. So that destroys one possibility. No, and the fact that you I mean, don't know about it right now, you're not going to have time to go look for it. True. You know? So he got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Um, that was try number one. Okay. okay. Try number two. Try number two. Where does he come in? Um, I don't and know. So what I? do you, so what do you think? Where, where I would probably usually when I'm home alone, I'm blasting music and I'm in the yeah, kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so this is like, why didn't, why didn't, why didn't Rowan hear the drill? Cause I'm blasting music because I don't, <laughs> I don't like it being silent. Every yeah, little sure. noise. Yeah. Every little noise, um, yeah. freaks me out. And I noticed by the way that, uh, Courtney and, um, Valerie mm-hmm. are like it's total silence. Yeah, over they don't have any house. music. They don't have any music or anything going on. It's total. It's a little weird, but anyway. Yeah, I normally have a speaker going connected to my playlist. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't just have a radio going and they're not just listening to something. It's like total silence the entire yeah. time. But yeah, um, I used to yeah. like imagine like. You know, going up to the attic, barricading myself in the attic, or like, like a horrible decision. Could I? Well, yeah. Then I, I follow that through to its logical conclusion and go like, mm-hmm. game you over. <laughs> you know, um, the other one was much like you. My bedroom uh, growing up uh, was a drop, actually, like three stories yeah. down, basically, because you know it was only the second story, but it was like the, you know, the. the yeah, we live on a hill, and yeah. so our basement. Uh, on one side comes up and makes it like three stories instead of two. Right. And so like, you know, you can maybe jump out of a second story and be like, okay. I would jump right onto the AC. So third third story, you're really starting to to push it, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. So that, but that was the thing I I used to imagine, like I'm going to jump out of there and then I break both of my legs and then I'm like, crawling and like i i I don't know maybe i'm disturbed but like i used to have these whole i used to have visions and this was just me like wanting attention when i was really little not really little when i was in like elementary school Mm. i used to make like before i fell asleep i would like do this exact thing um like daydream before i fell asleep like make up little scenarios and one of my constant scenarios that I kept trying to add on to, but I always had to like remember what it was to start and then I would fall asleep before I could add anything on. Yeah. Um, but like was that I was on the playground and I fell off the monkey bars <clears throat> and I broke one of my legs. Oh yeah. Okay. And like people were like, Oh no, are you okay? Like <laughs> like I had to get like taken to the hospital and like it was always this like huge elaborate thing of like I broke one of my bones and right. everyone was like, was like rushing oh, over me like, are you okay? Oh, like, poor Rowan. Do, you need to, do I need to help you? And I was like, oh, I'm so in pain. And, like, <laughs> and I, was, I was always like, uh, it was 
Yeah. Yeah. It's about, like, it's about want, attention. You just want people totally to pay about attention, attention to you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And I knew that too. I get and I was it. like, I, I just, it. I was like, I just want to like break a limb yeah, so just, that I can if get. I, if only I broke a limb, people would pay attention to me. Yeah. But I was super attention seeking when I was little. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All kids are. Yeah. But I mean, some people take that right into adulthood. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you can get the attention of a serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. Which, so, so Russ Thorne, like the only dialogue he has in this in, entire movie um, is, is pretty creepy and, and weird. Rapey. Uh, yeah, it's rapey. And he's, he says, uh, and again, I just imagine Fred Armisen oh, uh, doing this. Uh, he says, you're pretty. All of you are very pretty. I love you. It takes a lot of love for a person to do this. And he also says something about like you want it, like oh yeah, you know that's true. He says, like, yeah, he says he bit. Yeah, gonna, something about like I'm gonna give it to you, uh, yeah. and you know you want it, like those sort of things, which makes it like yeah, the most yeah, then, rapey. Yeah, then then we like solidly get into to rapey land, but like in this guy's weird psyche, and, he's like women really like this kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, he's also killing men, too, so that's... that's. Did he think the men were very pretty, too, that he killed? He could be bisexual. He could. I mean, they don't make it very clear, but, like, he he does kill. I think we counted up. He kills one more woman than men. Okay. All right. One more woman than man? Yeah. Um. So he's... I'm mostly... <laughs> again, like, I think in a lot of slashers, you know, they're... I don't know why the impression is for a lot of them that it is all about violence on women. You know, again, we, we if we go back to some of the stuff that we we looked at for Friday the 13th, it's maybe about that the women are in more horror. But, you know, the men in this movie, again, maybe it's because it's made by women, but the men in this movie are pretty terrified, actually. Yeah. Most I think the, the guys are probably killed. more scared than the girls. Yeah, they they're like trying to run away to get help and stuff, and it's pretty bad. Um, but uh, but yeah, that's a it's a very creepy line, and and I think yeah, and especially the imagery there where she's up against the couch and mm-hmm. you're looking between his legs for like a fair amount of it. Yeah, that's um, and that's you do kind see of the, the drill. It's kind of similar to the cover art. It is. I think the cover art was inspired by that shot. And, um, in the end, it's just so on the nose here is the way that, uh, is it, is it Valerie who, uh, uses the machete Mm -hmm. and, uh, and chops the drill bit off. Basically, (laughs) this is like. You know, they, they always talk castration. Yeah. Is is she, she castrates him. He's like. He's like, oh, and then she chops off his hand. And he's like, oh, yeah, sucks. and pushed in the pool. And by the way, the actor who played uh, Russ Thorne did not swim well and did not like being in in that pool oh, no. at all. So, uh, so that was that was kind of uh, rough for him. But he tried to. It was like his first major acting role, and so he he was one of these like he was trying out method acting, I think. Mm-hmm. And so then he like didn't interact with the people on set and or anything, and he wanted to be like creepy around them like all the time. And I don't know how that that was for everybody in the cast, how well received mm-hmm. uh, that was. But uh, but yeah, great like classic 
castration of the the killer. This guy is asserting his dominance, and you castrate him and like, achieve nah. achieve your power. And you, pen- I mean, then ultimately, like stabs him. Yeah. Right. So penetrates and like him. The way that she holds the machete while she's like laying down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very. It's very Dicky. on the nose, yeah. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, Rita Mae Brown actually the the original title for 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 this movie they they changed it, uh, but the original title was "Don't Open the Door," oh. which also good good advice. I mean, that's kind of the advice that that's kind of what the what we do in this house is <laughs> if you come to our door, we're like, don't open we're it. just not opening the door. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Just, just leave your, leave your away. deliveries here and get out. <laughs> yeah. Like if you come to talk to us, we're not home. We're not home. We are not um, home. Our, our, um, message machine, our me- message machine. Yeah. 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 Our, our answering machine. Answering machine. Uh, says like, sorry, can't we? We're not home right now. Like almost always, we are home. Yeah, and we're just like, we're not gonna answer you because anybody who's calling that number is, you know. But so this movie was, I mean, it was originally written as a parody of slashers. Oh, I'm curious, like, how many by 1982? How many slashers? I wonder had been made. Um, uh, definitely at least some Halloweens. I'm, I think the first Friday the 13th came out in 1980. Night, yeah. uh, not 19, Nightmare Before, not Before Christmas, Nightmare Before Christmas. What? Nightmare, Nightmare on, on Elm, Elm Street. Street. Yeah. It's 1984, so it hasn't even yeah. come out yet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's kind of interesting that like already they were like, yeah, there's been enough of these that we can parody this genre. Like it's mm-hmm. got these tropes. That, that keep on happening over and over again. It's one of it's, which is boobs. It's kind of ridiculous. Hey, boobs get people in seats. You know that's uh, it's a proven proven fact. At least for those B movies. That's why Roger Corman did it. You know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway. What does a B movie mean? So B movies are like movies that are made with for really low budget. Um, they're probably not going to get like a a major release they usually would show in like the drive-ins only mm. and things like that so um it's now it's like, animated so it's 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 like direct to direct to video is sort of like oh, the yeah. equivalent now as you know oh, like cinderella 2 <laughs> oh god just like the terrible terrible stuff that yeah. gets made or that that like knockoff of pacific rim that we were oh my god that was so hilarious terrible. Mystery Science Theater. What does the what's the world think of of Slumber Slumber Party Massacre in nineteen eighty two? Let me not the sequels and not the new one. Okay. The world does not like this movie very much. No. no. Okay. Um, we'll start with Google users. I'll go best to least. Okay. We'll right. start Google users. Okay. What's Google, what's, what do Google users say? Eighty-one uh, percent like this movie. Really? Okay. Yeah. That's way better than I thought it would be. Um, I want you to guess the IMDb. IMDb. Oh. Um. I, well. So the problem is, is I think I actually saw this. I think it's like a three point five. Five point six. Oh. Okay. Oh, maybe I didn't. See uh, it. Okay. You might have seen Shutter. Uh, was sh- out of five, yeah, three point nine, <clears throat> which is actually pretty okay. good out of five. I thought it was out of ten, but 
IMDb, <laughs> IMDb is out of 10. 5.6 yeah, out of 10. Yeah, yeah. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, this is going to have like a 50%. 39. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it was not taken very well. It's, listen, I, I don't want to say it's not a good movie. <laughs> It's interesting. I enjoyed it, but um, I don't know. I, <laughs> I think it might not be very good. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Um, it's better than we thought it was going to be. Yeah. and for I sure. I think it was maybe not as good the second time around. <laughs> no, it definitely was The first time around, it was kind of fun. The second time around, I was a little bit like, eh. Um, yeah. I got like a little, I don't know, got a little repetitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slashers do that, though. Sure. Um, so, okay. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few things before we go into our ratings. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, first of all, uh, I will say just from everything we've talked about, you are woke. You get the woke sticker today. Oh, hey, thanks. Thanks. Um, yeah, yeah. What about that's got to hurt? What hurts the most? Oh, what hurts the most? Well, I'm a guy. So, yeah. so getting, getting, Indeed. getting your drill cut in half and your, your, your hand chopped off, shoved in a guys pool. Guys only have hands. And then. Only guys have hands. And then step. No, guys are the only ones that have drills. No, I know. But you said getting your hand cut off. I know. But only he. Only guys have hands. Well, okay. No, but is it only. No, it only I'm applied joking. to only applied to the first part. It only applied to the first part. I'm a guy, so getting my hand chopped off hurts no. more than <laughs> Yeah. Everybody knows guys' hands are more sensitive. Yeah. Um so yeah, all of that and then getting stabbed repeatedly, um, you know, uh that you know, I think that's gotta hurt. What do you yeah. think's gotta hurt? Well, okay. So I think Well, okay, now that you say that, that is a decent point, but um, my that's gotta hurt. Yeah, is uh, getting your eyes drilled out. Ooh, yeah. And while maybe he does drill all the way into the brain and you die like immediately. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I I don't know either. And he like drills. He takes the time to do one, and then he does the other. Yeah. 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 So that's that's pretty bad. That's a pretty bad way to go. It's pretty yeah. I'm not sure that like a getting getting ripped across the guts too is is not terrible as well. I've, I've definitely talked in this podcast about how I thought how I think that like getting like your throat slit would just yeah, feel like a really word. bad paper, paper cut. cut. Yeah, sure. Um ugh, I yeah. just really don't like the idea of that. Yeah. I mean, and it's a not we Same don't with, like your gut like we don't, any, like mm -mm. we don't really see the kill. But the the uh, girl in the fridge gag is is you love that it's um, hilarious. It's hilarious that the whole scene that like she kind of keeps on going back and opening the mm -hmm. fridge and the girl like slides out of the fridge and then she closes the door and slides back in again. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and the kind of work that her. that he must have had to have done. Like I know what it's like trying to put a uh, oh, grocery in the fridge. No. <laughs> I know what it's like to let me get there. I have a joke. I have an actual okay, joke. Okay. I, I I know what it's like trying to just put new groceries into the fridge. Never mind trying to stuff a human being into the refrigerator. Yeah. Like what kind of and work also, that had to go into that? So empty. It, that's what I'm saying. Is it like 
there's nothing there's nothing in there like how did the body they the would have had to take out the shelves like... and stuff i don't know i don't want to think of it like we're not supposed to really think too no. too much about that no. it's um, just it's funny yeah anyway all right okay so now uh our questions yes what um so are we doing bloody drills just drills yeah yeah drill bloody drills bloody, bloody drills. drills yeah sure like pig pluckets yes Bloody drills. Okay. Um, okay, so what do you give it for the story out of five? Uh, <laughs> honestly, I, I, I give it like a one. I give it like a two, but like you might you might be right with a one. It's like it's it's just not very creative yeah, at there all. Isn't it is much literally the escaped mental patient trope, which I think yeah. even by that point was way yeah. overdone. But um yeah. yeah, I mean, okay. extra uh, maybe like an extra half a point for having the uh, choosing the most phallic of all, you know, murder weapons mm-hmm. to use. Aside it's from not maybe even really a the sword. story, though. So. No, it's not really a story, but it kind of um, is. But yeah, so I'll I'll give it a one. Also, one bloody drill. Yeah. Um, acting. Oof. <laughs> I think also one. I'm gonna but give it a two. Really, there were some that I, were okay, but uh, it wasn't you know terrible. Okay, okay. Valerie you know was pretty I, I, good. No, I take that back. I take that back. Okay, I'll give it a. I'll give it a. I'll give it a two. This is out of five, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll give it a. And because the guy playing Russ Thorne is like, he's working hard. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that what he's working hard at is great. Yeah. But he's he's working hard. He's yeah. he's committed to it for Definitely. sure. Um, and he's never failing in what he's trying to do yes so yeah I don't know. um what about the filmmaking with the like directing editing and sound it's all pretty pedestrian i hate to say um there i'm trying to think of anything that's like clever or interesting or anything yeah and it's not it's the music apparently <laughs> i don't know if this is true i would like to know if it's true the music was, according to I think the commentary track on the on the DVD for this, was entirely composed and performed on a little Casio keyboard. <laughs> so, um, it's it's I mean it's it works it it works but you know and the dialogue sounds kind of fuzzy it's not terribly clear yeah. and. The sh- aside from a few shots here and there where I'm like, oh, that was really cool. Um, there is a really nice moment with some <clears throat> slow motion uh, mm-hmm. in it that uh, where where she comes running in with the machete at the end and it's in slow motion. Yeah. That actually looks really good. I like that. I like that moment. And I know I've said in the past, too, that like I, I like when when filmmakers or artists in general sort of have a sort of use slow-mo correctly use slow-mo correctly and have a like a a rhyming within what they do so that like something calls back to something before like we've maybe we've seen slow motion in another moment and that there's not any of that but it's just cool it looks good (laughs) i think they have some good scenes that like i think might be directed kind of kind of well so i'm gonna give it a two okay yeah i'm not gonna give it a full one it's just yeah it's pretty ordinary in yeah. my mind, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, like, I want. We it. like this movie. I, I like, like it. Is I, I like it and I hate it because I don't want to. I don't want to dunk on like a female director or whatever and no. female writer. But no, I know. like what what I think they were trying to do with a fair amount of yeah. it. But for what well, we rate had, it for? Well, they had limited budget, limited time and resources and stuff. So yeah. I mean, that's certainly. And she went on to do other stuff too. Yeah. You know, so this was a good opportunity yeah. for her. But uh, she, by the way, the director. Uh, did this instead of doing the the editing for E.T. Oh, no. Was like, so was that a good choice? I don't think so. <laughs> um, yeah, All but right. uh, our final before overall is makeup and effects. Effects. Oh, mostly not good. Yeah, there mostly. are some okay parts, but it's... I I just I feel like we've seen other effects from this time period and they're pretty good and most of this is not very good. Yeah, I'll give that a one one point five. Yeah, one point five. I think some okay ones, but most of it's bad. Yeah, most of it's just it looks looks it looks so fake. And like he doesn't have like blood spout out of his hand when it gets chopped off. No, I know that that part annoyed me he's coming out of the pool with his stump and i was like oh it's pretty cool the hand looked really cool when it actually felt like that was a pretty good prosthetic hand that falls under the ground but then there's like no blood doesn't come out of the hand like did they cauterize his wound already (laughs) like what the hell happened like he went into the water and that stopped the shock of the cold pool constricted the veins and arteries so that you know he was not um bleeding bleeding out. out Yeah, but no, yeah, I agree. 1. So yeah, I, yeah, I'm like a 1.5 on that too. Yeah, because it's good, but like the logistics aren't quite there. Oh, and then like the drill through the eyes, it just looks like you put stuff over the eyes. It doesn't mm-hmm. look like the eyes are drilled out. It looks like you put like goopy stuff mm-hmm. on the eyes, and it looks dried and yeah. like um, paint like plastered on yes. or whatever none of it, i know they don't exactly actually, how they did that they don't look like holes yeah. they don't look like holes at all they look like mounds yeah they didn't something. really use shading very no, well it's it's not good um, it's not good it's yeah. just not good the blood yeah. at one point is a good like uh in this in the scene in the school mm-hmm. i thought the blood it was under pretty the good, door yeah i thought the blood was pretty good color so yeah. that's the point five yeah <laughs> uh the hand, the hand was okay. Yeah, the hand was pretty. And how it was actually the stump was actually shown. I just feel like the logistics for that weren't quite yeah, there. Yeah, I just so wanted that... them to pump the blood. Like, yeah. like seriously, that's not. Is that that hard to do? Really? I don't know. It like. Um, but like it was just too low budget to make it look yeah, very good. Just, um, there was no Tom Savini on board for this, so. Yeah, it was too low budget. And they didn't really try to work around the low budgetness. They just kind of yeah, went lot, with what they well, had, and, which isn't always what you should do. And on on that, they used filmmaking techniques to in in a lot of ways to avoid having to see some of the things happening. You know, yeah. we see the results of it, but we don't actually, in a lot mm-hmm. of cases, you know, see what happens. Yeah. We we see him like slash across somebody's neck with mm-hmm. with it and so we see him slash and then like we cut away to like she's grabbing her neck in a new shot but we don't actually see the drill like going into the flesh and ripping her neck apart yeah um so overall oh yeah um i'll give it a two overall i mean yeah, two that's, and a what half. I, that's what i was thinking i, I think there's a, the, the two 
is you could probably combine a lot of the elements and we're probably under two, but I, but I do think there's a lot to be said for the message. Yeah. So, and, and the kind of female empowerment that happens, you know, for the characters at the end. And also in terms of like, it was a good opportunity for, you know, women in filmmaking to, you know, to, to be in this really heavily male dominated genre a yeah. genre that at the time at least they thought was almost exclusively for males like the the people they just really assume that audience is just a bunch of you know dudes yeah. out there so i don't know i think i think it deserves a little extra for that yeah. so like so, a 2 i think it's two. Good. yeah all right so uh what do we what do we learn today ro <laughs> um when you hear on the radio that there's an escaped mental patient who went on like a killing spree in the Mm -hmm. 60s maybe like you shouldn't have a sleepover and you should like be like locked up in your house yeah i think that's that's like i don't understand why there was like no one was worried about that nobody was worried nobody was worried it was (laughs) it was in all the papers it was on the radio every time they like turned on the radio it was it was on nah Aside from a weird moment, by the way, where she turns on the radio and you know that like weird music that she's listening to at the beginning and we're like, so it doesn't sound anything like the score. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's because it's music written by Pino DiNaggio, who wrote the uh, music for Carrie. Uh And it's from... I'm like, it did sound like it was from Carrie. Yeah. And it's it's, uh, from the movie Piranha. (laughs) Okay. Well, that's that's fun. Weird weird little fact for tonight. Um, Uh, Yeah. So... so, uh, well, uh, I had a lot of a lot of fun watching this again uh, yeah. with with you. Um, Want to thank all of our listeners out there, yes. um, and uh, thank you for spending your time with Me? us. Oh no, the the listeners, listeners. The listeners yes, thank you, listeners. There. You I know, you could be doing like, any yeah. other number of things but and maybe you are maybe you're like doing things while listening to us and that's like pretty cool that, that's like, pretty cool you're taking I know, us like, a lot I, sh- I listen to music while i do things and like you know if you're listening to us while you're doing things like that's pretty cool that's pretty cool like Thank on your you. on your drive doing some chores around yeah. the house i don't know it's great um that's Sometime awesome i cut down vines while listening to us but the key is this is that do not be listening so loud that <laughs> uh that you can't hear a drill uh, yes. From outside, or as an audiologist, also I don't you were don't, say. don't listen so loud that you're damaging your hearing. Yeah, I was you know, like, that's, that's very like, important. Take like it's gonna go audiology. Yeah, take care of your ears, everybody. All right. Well, it's been great. Yep. I can't wait to for our next uh, movie. By the way, uh, we are definitely going to be doing Halloween for Halloween. Yes, uh, so uh, be, it will be out on the 16th yeah. of October. Yep. Yeah, so be be on the lookout. Be on the lookout for that. And again, thank you, everybody. This has been Dave and Rowan reminding you to, to keep, keep it, it spooky. Find Spooky Pancakes online at SpookyPancakes.com. And make sure to follow us on our socials at Spooky Pancakes Podcast on our Facebook and Instagram and Spooky underscore Pancakes on Twitter. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And a five-star review would be great, too. Thanks. Bye.